0: Welcome to the chat podcast, it's Entertainment Talks podcast for chat, mental health and behind the scenes. I'm your host Matthew and today we have a special guest, Ian Thomas Malone uh, is my special guest for today. Uh, I don't usually have guests on this particular podcast per se, but uh, we want to talk about some specific things today. But uh, Ian, how are you doing?
1: I'm good, thank you for having me.
0: Cool, cool, nice. Um, So yeah, we got talking... Uh, it was through through Facebook, wasn't it? There was some sort of, um, I think there was a post that somebody put out about, I think it was an actor or somebody's like that, um, they announced something to do with their transgender and I remember, I think it was you commented something and somebody said something back and then I said something and then I remember messaging you in that like comment thread and I said, do you want to talk about these kind of issues on, on a podcast, which is what we're here to do today. Um, I've seen like you commenting on other posts about different things and that here and there. Um, oh, but, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, before we get into all that kind of stuff, uh, why don't you introduce yourself? Tell the audience who you are and what it is that you do.
1: Well, my uh, the commenting that you're describing has... Uh, I've ramped up a lot in the past month in support of... Uh, I released my debut comedy album, Confessions from My New Vagina... And pretty much the best free marketing is to basically find, uh, news, uh, news articles by, uh, news pages on Facebook and just, uh, usually just put a one-line joke. But, uh, more broadly, I'm a comedian, uh film critic by trade. I host the Estradiolusions Illusions podcast, which is an entertainment and LGBTQ podcast that was kind of on hiatus for a lot of the uh, summer while I was uh, working on my album, but, uh, We are just starting to kind of come back and then we're going to go back into hibernation because I have another album that uh, we're going to record the show in probably December, maybe January, but... uh Lots of stuff. I uh, am big in progressive politics, as or big into progressive politics. I'm not a big name in progressive politics. Some people might say that, but I would, certainly wouldn't. Um, and I probably even shouldn't say that they say it because uh, maybe one or two people have. But uh, lots of stuff. Uh, mostly, I just write about film. That's that's my big thing. Okay, cool.
0: Um, yeah, I need to check out your uh, the podcast that you that you do. When I was looking up a few things about you, that uh, was was one thing that came up. So I ought to definitely check that out. So, um, yeah, that's the kind of introduction to you and everything, which is great. Um, Yeah, let's dive into the the main topic that we wanted to to talk about, which is basically what I would discuss as LGBTQ issues or discussions and that sort of ballpark of of conversation. Um, So as I said to you before we started recording, because I'd let you know what we were going to be talking about. Um, I said about, you know, I've got the journey of being bisexual and you've got the journey of being transgender. So we've both been on an LGBTQ journey, but a bit of a different one. Um, so I think that's, that's quite interesting as well. Um, so you can tell the audience and me as much as you'd like to. I'm not going to like force you to tell us whatever particular thing. Um, do you want to talk a bit about your journey as a transgender person? How that's kind of gone and how it's maybe going now, I suppose?
1: Well, like, I I guess kind of the main centerpiece of my comedy has been, uh, for your listeners who uh, are are not familiar with me, I, despite having not one but two male names, Ian Thomas, I'm a fully post-operative, uh, transsexual woman, lots of surgery, Botox, uh, been on hormones for more than four and a half years now, so I live, uh, fully as a woman, um, you get a lot of trolls online. They're just like, you'll never be a woman. And it's like, you should see like when, when a bartender asked for ID and they'd see like, a, I was supposed to get a new uh, ID. Uh, and then COVID happened. I didn't want to go to the, uh, the Los Angeles DMV is just the worst place in the world. So I haven't really gotten around to changing it, but it's like, it's, a, it, it's gotten kind of the point where uh, if I go and say like, my name's Ian Thomas there, like if I'm at uh you have Costco in the UK? It's like a, uh like a it's like a big box, so you go there to buy things in bulk, uh, essentially. Okay, yeah. Um. So, uh, I, you have to have a membership there, and uh, I'll give the card, and they'll look at it, and they'll say like, "You can't come in. Where you have to bring Ian Thomas with you. Where's Where's this Ian Malone person?" And I'm just looking at them like, "I'm Ian Malone. Like, I'll wait. Oh you can call out your phone. You could type up my name. So, like, people say, "Oh, you'll never pass." I, I'm at the point where I have to like prove that I'm at like that I'm not that I'm not just like taking my sibling or uh boyfriend or it's somebody else's card. So, I mean, I have always known that I was trans. I came out in I guess I really started transitioning 2015 2016. I came out publicly I think in 2016 and. Um, you know, I there especially you're in the UK where I mean the media there is just such an absolute. Ni- I was actually writing about it earlier today for a publication. Um, it's just a nightmare. It's it's really bad out there. Like the media paints this picture, and yet like I I, I live a very normal mundane. I, I guess it's 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 a little boring. I guess uh, I I. Like my partner and I, we go to bed most nights, even on like Friday nights at like 10:30. I have a very boring. I've been with my same uh, partner, a cisgender woman, for going on four years, and uh, we we have a very uh, run-of-the-mill, mundane life. And you 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 say that to people, and they just get shocked, and they're like, "Wait a second, nobody throws rocks at you when you walk down the street." Like you you, I, I get a lot of death threats or or mean people will, will message mean things to me. But like other like in real life, it's really it's very normal. And I mean, mostly online is also normal. You just I, you get them for so many years, you just kind of get used to it. I don't really, it's, I mean, sometimes if it's funny, like people will send like gifs like oh it's so gross, and then I usually because they're uh you know you can usually assume they're on the right i uh the right wing, so I just send them back like a gif of uh, Trump saying nobody cares and. Then I get blocked. I've done that a couple of times. I get blocked every time. I mean, these people, they want to call me like a snowflake. I go through life being seen as a woman, I, and I have the name Ian Thomas. Like, You couldn't be a snowflake and do that. Like, it, it's – I don't know. I have a very – my goal in life as a trans woman is to show the world that transgender people are, are pretty, by and large, pretty normal, yeah. and whatever that word means. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> Now I have a uh, transgender auntie as well, Um, I can't remember how long she's been uh, transitioned for, it's been been a long time, however long it's been, Um, so that's my one kind of like first hand experience of having a transgender person sort of involved in my life, Um, so I I could kind of like recognise some of the things that you've said and like some of the things that she's kind of said before and stuff. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, uh, as, as one thing I kind of said in our little first, uh, comments discussion thread, it's really is quite, uh, I mean, there's different levels to the online hate, isn't there? There's sort of some people yes. that, there's some people that oddly try to come across as, like, transphobic in a calmer way, and it's like, you're still transphobic, so you're still pretty horrible, and then there's still, and then there's other people that are like, you know, you're weird or you know a a freak or whatever that the case may be right um not specific to you but like with other stories of other people that have come out and things like that I remember what was it a couple of months ago when uh Elliot Page had his uh transition and then had his interview with um Oprah on on uh Apple and it's just like it I find what this is just from my kind of observations as somebody who's a bit more Outside of that, because obviously I'm not transgender and that sort of thing. I find that with most people that have issues with, like, say, diverse, different LGBTQ people, however you want to label It's because, like, that person's different to them in a way that they're uncomfortable with. And they cannot handle it in any way, shape or form. So they have to, like, their first reaction, I suppose, is to just go straight to the hate part of it. Of just, like, I'm confused by like what you are or, or, or that kind of thing and they end up calling them you know a freak or, or whatever the case may be i've even seen some people say things before such as like oh how come it doesn't know what it is it's like okay you should never refer to a human as an it we're not talking about like pennywise from the it films or something we're talking about an mm-hmm. actual human you know we're talking about an actual human right. being here um even with certain people that um with a slightly different case people that are maybe non-binary and some people just continuing on with like oh how does it not know what it is and it's like wow <laughs> um, and the
1: they i mean the they is right there for them they could use that and, exactly you know, exactly. You, yeah, yeah it's right there
0: so um yeah because some people was it that they they and them i think is the pronouns some people use so yeah as, as uh, you, as,
1: it's very common for non-binary people yes
0: yeah yeah um i've seen some people use slightly different um mixes of different ones but in the yes. as i say you know if that's what you want to be referred to as you're not hurting me you're not hurting anybody else so i'll respect what you want me to do from from that and uh because again as somebody who's changed their sexuality but not their gender um i kind of look at it as a case where okay not only do i not have a problem with it at all anyway but i also see it from my perspective as it's up to me to try to make you feel not only accepted but make you feel comfortable as well and that's what one kind of big note that I got from uh, Elliot Page's interview is how uncomfortable he was at certain things and like red carpet things for like, I think the X-Men film and those sorts of yeah. things um so if I was like on the red carpet with uh at the time it was uh that they were Ellen because it was the the X-Men films and I point it's up to me you know whatever role I would m- maybe play in that hypothetical situation just to make you feel more comfortable, more welcome, and 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 that sort of thing. But some people just can't handle the uh, the idea of that kind of thing, I suppose. And they have to just result, um, you know, uh, switch to the the ways that they actually are. So, um, do do you get what I mean with, with my earlier comment in terms of there's some people that are sort of almost try to casually be transphobic. Uh, it's, well, it's, so yeah. Sorry,
1: what you're describing is becoming more common in on social media, particularly more so on Twitter than Facebook, because Twitter has stricter uh, – you, you can't misgender somebody on Twitter. You can on Facebook. Facebook does not have a policy against misgendering. Uh, they actually – they don't I, – I, I have a friend who works there, uh, and I sent – because I filed – if somebody sends me a death threat, I'm going to file a report, like – you, you just can't yeah, like, and it's not, I, it, yeah. it's not because yeah it's not because i'm afraid that they're going to come and kill me uh it's it, you know i i've seen a lot of other trans people I, i've seen plenty of lgbtq people for that matter really ne- like negatively impacted by the amount of hate that they get online and whereas i'm somebody who i'm just i'm used to it doesn't bother me like i've been called I did a review uh of of Dave Chappelle's stand-up special uh, and it was actually right before I was about to have bottom surgery this would have been September of 2019 and it got national media right-wing media and it got international Canada was covering it I was being attacked every day on uh like Steven Crowder's a very popular uh well, I was about to say he's an American right uh right-wing blogger he's Canadian but he uh, operates in America and he's very popular among the American right and they were just he was attacking me by name and all this and I could not open my phone for about two weeks without seeing... They were attacking... I was getting LinkedIn, I was getting Tumblr, somebody found my Pinterest, pin uh, and they were just sending it. And this is all, like, their whole big thing is is cancel culture. And I'm like, well, what's this? Like, I can't even open my phone and, and not get, like, really personal weird shit that these... these uh, wherever these creatures come from are sending. And, uh like if it if I was really going like if that was like something that was going to like cause a meltdown like of course like who who can endure like two weeks worth of abuse like that, it's really about the idea that you know these people they they kind of roll with the tide there there's other there's there are other trans people that they're going after, so if somebody's gonna send that to me, then that's not okay um what I have seen on Facebook. I get people, they start groups, like, they don't say, you know, kill yourself. They'll say, join the... There's an old statistic that I think comes from the podcast. Oh, it, it's it's pretty much all over the place. Joe Rogan sa- says it a lot that 41% of trans people kill themselves. I, I don't think that number. I think that number is very old and not 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 accurate anymore. But you hear it a lot. Hmm. They'll say like they'll say things like join the 41% clubs. You can't really report that because an automated thing is not going to see like your statistic and say like oh this person is really meaning transphobia. But you know what they're trying to say with that, so yeah, they, social media is definitely getting a little more coy about how uh, how to how to be a, a bigot without getting banned. They're 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 wising up to a lot of this stuff.
0: Mm, yeah. It's uh, I don't know. Facebook and Twitter can be very strange in the way that they handle. Um. I mean, a, like any t- any type of abuse, just, like not just uh, uh you know uh towards LGBTQ people, but just an uh, in, abuse in general. They're they're very strange. Cool about some horrible, of it, I horrible
1: horrible horrible places. Yeah. Facebook yeah. I I I do it I do it for uh business. I uh, it grows my following and uh days when I do it are uh it, my more people stream my album than days when I don't do it. So that's what it boils down to it's strictly business. I I've told employees of Facebook that 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 that, that is is really the most destructive force on the planet. Uh more so I I don't know. Will Facebook kill us before climate change? It's an open question. I'm not sure. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Maybe a robot will do it first anyway. So <laughs>
1: That might be a mercy. I mean, it might be easier that way. I don't know. It's, Maybe. it's a mess. Maybe.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Stephen Hawking warned us, and we still haven't listened. But then we do things like panic for petrol. But anyway. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, let me, talk, let me talk about my uh, journey, I suppose, as well then. Um, so I actually came out to my like you know parents, friends, and family, what was it about a month ago now it seems weird that it oh wow yeah see it it was it was very very recently um because i haven't told you about any of this yet have i so um because i did a, a bonus episode of this podcast which was like just focused on that which i did as like a kind of separate thing um yeah it was about i don't know four to six weeks ago it's one of them strange things where you try to do something for so long and then once that thing has actually happened and then you're like well wow, a week's gone by two weeks three four and then it, it just kind of keeps on going but yeah, it was very very kind of recently um and uh, it was one of them things that obviously I struggled with for a very very long time I think there must, must have been a period of I would say two to three years where almost every day because I live with my uh, mum and dad Still, they're in this house at the moment, but um, and I I tried to tell them like almost every day for I don't know if it was four years or three years, maybe maybe two and a bit years, something like that. Which started to get at the at the at the at the start of all that, it was kind of okay. I'll tell them one day. I I know that I will. Um, and I told a couple of friends like here and there, and and that sort of thing, and they were pretty. I, I've been pretty lucky in terms of my um reception that I've received. Uh, in terms of that but then I'm not quite as much as like a public figure as as you and and that sort of thing so it's more it it was more just my interactions with just uh family and friends um so yeah but um yeah it was more about me kind of like uh, I suppose at the start trying to not only trying to obviously figure out my emotions around it and if I was sure that I was like bisexual and, and all that kind of thing but then it was figuring out my own emotions of that, which took a long time, and then figuring out the emotions of like trying to tell people and when and how and and like what what would I be doing at the time and it all all those little things can add up to quite a big i suppose situation with that um and then I remember just it was just on a random Thursday it was no particular special day or anything, and I had like the whole i i had kind of cleared like the whole day and I was like I'm telling my parents that I I said to myself I'm telling my parents today like this is happening today and even then it still took me like three four hours and I was kind of like not walking around the house a bit but I was kind of doing other stuff and thinking okay once I've done this thing I'll 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 gather them and and kind of tell them and then I was like freaking out about that kind of stuff it it was never really a case for me where I thought that they were going to be against me and kick me out or anything crazy like that it was just the, the the difficult part for me with that with the with my parents specifically was starting that conversation, of actually doing the process of sitting down with them, and starting to talk about okay what what would I even start to say you know and then lean, uh, leading into what I was going to reveal to them, but it was sort of once I had gotten to the point where I said like hey can I speak to you in the front room that kind of thing and sat down with them, um, I kind of put myself on autopilot from then because it was sort of almost easier to to do it that way um and I knew that once I said to them hey I want to speak to both of you if I just kind of walked off to a different room they would like you know wonder what was what was going on but I told them and then I put something on my my um Facebook profile and stuff which was just the easier way to tell kind of everybody else because I've mainly got all my friends and family on Facebook so instead of calling them each and messaging them each and and that sort of thing it was just an easy way to do that um yeah. but those but those so, that sort of two to three year period again I don't know specifically how long it was um was quite emotionally sort of painful and I, I know that I'm the one that put myself through that no, nobody else was saying to me you can't do this or you're weird and you know n- none of that was happening um is it, again this is where I was kind of saying to you and saying to the audience I suppose at the start about we've gone through somewhat similar things but different sort of situations um i I suppose with that um so yeah it was it was just once once it was done i was kind of like that was as easy as i thought it was going to be because i did think it was going to be kind of relatively easy once i'd done it but it was just the process of starting it i suppose which was just so difficult and there were so many days and so many times and opportunities where i was like oh no i'll tell them later i'll be fine and then like two weeks two months whatever would go by and then i'd still be saying to myself like oh no i'll just tell them later it'll be fine and then a couple of years went by at at that point so yeah um yeah that was kind of uh my my journey and stuff so a little bit more like self-contained i suppose as to what you went through and everything so um well
1: what what you're describing is 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 a very uh i i've helped a lot of uh i guess mostly trans people i guess a couple mm-hmm. uh more broad lgb I, don't, I tend not to use lgb aside from the t because this, uh, you hear a lot of people trying to divide the group i like to refer to it by the full all the mm-hmm. all the letters which uh in a few years there'll be more letters added and it'll take about 10 minutes to say the whole acronym um but uh yeah, it's something that a lot of people experience and uh it's it's hard to you know you've got a it's like ripping a band-aid off, you know. You're you you spend it you get way more scared of the thought of doing it than, you know, that that um, the amount the anticipation is always much uh more painful than the a- actual act of doing it. And then once it's done, then you feel better. That's uh I I've, I've been I've been down that road myself. I've heard that road uh many 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 people so what you're describing you know your your personal experience is a very universal one across the lgbtq community in my experience mm-hmm. yeah um what did you have any particular experience
0: with like friends and family because i know you talked about your experience on like a broader spectrum but how was oh you sort of, yeah
1: like... well uh it sucked i mean being a lot of a lot of trans people can relate to the idea that uh, when when you come out as trans to your parents, like there's like the deep down on their end, they're like, "Oh God, why couldn't you have just been gay?" And it's like, well, I'm... a couple weeks after that, it's like I was, I was casually talking to my dad, and I'm like, "Well, I'm I'm pretty much uh, also attracted. I'm um, I identify as bisexual as well, and I came oh, cool. out as that one after uh, I had." I mean, I lived on opposite coasts from my parents when I came out. I was twenty-four when I came out. Okay. Uh, I'm, t- I'm twenty-seven. Yeah. Just to let you know. So, oh, yeah, I'm I'm thirty now. I feel really old. It's nice to like talk to well, people. You're, you're who only a couple
0: are... years older than me, so yeah. And I'm, yeah. I'm I'm twenty-eight in about six months. No, not six months. Yeah, six to eight months, roughly. April. So. My- yeah
1: yeah my uh my only sibling is twenty so she's my lifeline to uh youth culture gen Z and that kind of stuff uh <laughs> yeah coming out coming out coming out blows. i we we we've a uh, couple times when we've had uh documentary filmmakers on my show and we've talked about coming out and like i'll I'll say to people a lot like you know coming out is is if if it's the worst thing that you've ever done and it feels absolutely horrible. Oftentimes, that can still actually be kind of a good coming out. <laughs> mm. It really is, like, the worst thing in the world. It, it sucks. Uh, and and being – you know, coming out of trends is, is – I mean – well, I, plenty of people get confused about being – what bisexuality means. They're like, well, you know, what's, what's, what's your split on men to women? It's like it's not really what that term means. You don't have to, like, say, like, I'm – you know, you can be – 97% attracted to one gender and 3% attracted to the other and you're still bisexual like the, the, there's not mm-hmm. a rule book that di- that dictates this kind of stuff so a lot of people have no experience with that and i, I imagine your parents well you have your, you have a transgender aunt you said uh yeah i mean they pro- they probably had some experience with it but still i mean it's still it's still there's the shock that comes from okay my uh, my son has told me something that is is different about themselves and then there's also the shock of like okay well what does that mean um and sometimes to outsiders who are not in the LGBTQ community people who uh you know when when somebody tells you 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 know I'm bi or I'm trans Uh, some, some of their, uh, reaction that we of course will perceive as negative is really them just being really confused. And then also on top of being confused, nervous about, you know, if I say something, it's the wrong thing. And, uh, yeah, I mean, coming out sucks. I, that's really the worst part about being LGBTQ, but the good thing is once it's over, it's over. I mean, I don't really, there's nobody really in my life anymore who doesn't know that I'm trans, uh, I don't think at least. I didn't really I I didn't tell a ton of people. I don't really like telling people. And I also I lived on I lived on the West Coast and I didn't really care who from my past knew. Uh I and it also it, it led to all these weird messages from people who I hadn't heard from in like 10 years. Oh, I'm so happy for you. You get to live your truth. And like it's nice. I'm saying it in like a sarcastic voice. It mm-hmm. it's, it's nice. It's nice that they thought that it doesn't change the fact that, like, somebody you haven't heard from in, like, ten years sending you this message, it's it's awkward, it's weird. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. That's, it's not, it's not like it's a bad thing, it's not like, you know, how dare you send me a nice message, but, you know, it gets laughed about, that's what happens. I'm a comedian, I will make jokes about awkward situations, that's, that's, that's the, that's the way life goes, but, like, even a couple of weeks ago... There was a trans woman who uh, lived not even that far from me in L.A., but is, like, so nervous, and I'm, like, she is living living in Pasadena and is telling me about how nervous she is to come out and all of that. And I'm, like, well, are your parents, like, are your parents Republicans? And she's, like, no, they're pretty liberal. And I'm, like, you know what, girl? I deal with people who are, like, in, in bumfuck Alabama, (laughs) <laughs> like, who really experienced like a, a lot of this stuff? Like grow grow the fuck up, come out. Like, and it's you know that experience for her, it still sucked. And that she's probably uh, you know of, of of in most places in America, L.A. is one of the better places to be LGBTQ. And even with that, even with liberal, you know, woke woke parents, still sucked sucks coming out sucks that's uh it should be said you know if you say it about a billion times it actually starts to suck a little bit less but even on top of that it still sucks it's like the worst thing in the world that's the Mm. way it goes and but you know you're through you're through that it's over you did it you're you you don't have to do that again
0: yeah yeah it's it's it was funny to i remember like once i told them and then we kind of just went on with with like the rest of our day and stuff again it was just a normal just average thursday you know not nothing particularly special was happening and then like e- even the five minutes ten minutes two hours whatever later it was weird thinking to myself like okay tomorrow when i wake up i don't have to think about am i going to tell them today and then that that was like that that new kind of that's like the it was like a new phase of of the whole thing because i talked about before with the dealing with the emotions and everything and it was like i'm now into a new phase of this that i don't really sort of like recognize but it's a it's a much better one to be in than what i was so um and then even like getting to the next day and thinking nope that's it's it's done it was uh it it was kind of strange so it bit bit in, but in a really really good way so but i i do recognize yeah. like i i know there's people with different like Uh, views on LGBTQ people, and different political views, and all that kind of stuff, in terms of all that stuff, I, I do recognize how lucky I was to have the parents that I've got, and everything, and they were just so sort of like, okay, that's, that's, that's great, although I do, there's, there is the attachment to that, which I do think that they kind of had already worked it out, which is, which is totally fine, it doesn't take anything away from, um, like, the, the fact that I did reveal it to them, and tell them, but that possibly made it a bit easier anyway um but then i kind of was thinking about myself even before that my parents have never shown any like hostility towards lgbtq people and i was even thinking at the time about like you said with my auntie and i was like hey if they're already cool with her and she's been transgender for a long time at this point they're, they're probably quite they're probably good with it um, and I was even, uh, over the course of those two to three years, even before that, I was, I had, I've had some hints dropped to me in my life about, you know, if you are gay or whatever, it's, it's fine, that sort of stuff. Um, so, yeah, the, the other interesting part, you know, you said about some people get confused about what bisexuality means. I was sort of, as I was telling my parents and everything, I was in the part of telling them, okay, do you know what that, like, actually means? and then they were both like yeah yeah we 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 got all that kind of stuff like we we get what it means and everything um so that that me having to prepare that conversation was like skipped over cuz i didn't need to do that so yeah again i i just like i realized how lucky i was to have it that way so cuz it you know given what i've seen of um uh you know stories of other people coming out it uh, it's a, it could certainly have gone a lot lot worse so yeah
1: yeah i mean well, I mean, what's just kind of interesting to hear you talk about is the fact that, yeah, you, if, if you took a step back, uh, your home situation was, you know, you, you didn't have to be afraid of being kicked out. And yet, I mean, it was still very hard for you. That's, that's something yeah. that happens, uh, for a lot of people. It's something that, uh, Modern activism, uh, visibility, uh, mainstream acceptance, all sorts of that kind of stuff. It all kind of goes to creating an environment where the next generation doesn't kind of have that because, you know, it's 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 anxiety that from like an outside perspective is like, okay, you know, I think you'll be pretty good with this. And yet, I mean, yeah, you still feel very anxious about it. Those are real feelings that, uh, you know, they suck, and they suck to carry with you, and you feel a lot better now that they're gone.
0: Hmm, yeah. But yeah, it, it was very much that thing of, like, I'm pretty sure you're going to be okay with this, but it's still still not, <laughs> like, you yeah, know, completely well, people, sure. So. Pe-
1: people don't... I, generally speaking, a lot of human beings do not like doing things that, that suck, like, you know, pro- yeah. we're procrastination... That's where that comes from, you know? I tend to be somebody—I like to get things out of the way so that I don't have to worry about them. But, uh, you know, sometimes—I mean, sometimes nothing can be done about that. But I had to carry the—I think kind of my lifelong, uh, you know, trying to— You know, I was never somebody who did all their—saved all their homework till Sunday night. I tended to get it done quickly. Um— you know i had i had a big dark deep dark secret that um i kept with me for a long time and uh then i came out and now my uh partner my mother oftentimes they tell me g e m please k- more secrets things that uh you know that maybe don't need, people don't need to say my partner's telling me that all the time like t m i which helps you know tmi too much information the acronym mm-hmm. um yep. it helps that uh yeah i say well it's tmi from itm i go by my initials a lot it's uh, obnoxious you know ruth bader ginsburg rbg uh alexandria ocasio cortez aoc i'm very much somebody who likes the likes the initials which is obnoxious and stuff but uh i don't know it sounds nice <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, I just want to put a note to this
0: conversation. You have said uh, a few times that you're a comedian. You have made me laugh a few times already. So that's that's pretty good, I suppose. <laughs> so. Thank
1: you. I mean, like, you need to... I, I mean, I I joke about death a lot. Um, I was extremely close to my grandmother who died in 2010. They lived down the street. And that was obviously way before I came out. Uh, I was very, very, very close to her. We joke about her death literally all the time because, and it's it's not because I'm you know I don't miss her terribly, but I mean she just she had such a dry sense of humor that like I think the best way to honor her would you know I'll tell like a story about her and then right after I'm done telling the story I'll be like and then she died and she's dead now and like people look at me like why why are you saying that and it's like it's helps people move on. I mean it's great humor is humor is great for for being trans i when i wrote i wrote a book in 2017 called the transgender manifesto uh and uh it was sort of a rallying cry we we were at the time there was a lot of uh legislation about trans about bathroom access i was about to call it they they would call it the transgender bathroom controversy and i would say like let's be clear there's no such thing as transgender bathrooms there aren't any like a gender-neutral bathroom. If you want to call that a transgender bathroom, guess what? Every house, every home residence has a transgender bathroom because, like, your house probably does not have a male and a female toilet. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's the, the, the under those definitions, you would have a transgender bathroom too. Um, but a lot of that was being done, uh, popping up in the U.S. and. I just wrote this book and it was it was very sarcastic and just kind of making fun of because, I mean, what else can you do is the dumbest controversy ever. It was it's and it's still kind of going on in the UK a little bit. It is the dumbest controversy. If you've ever been in a woman's bathroom, a public bathroom with all the stalls, that's like the worst place on the pl- Like If you want to go in, if you're looking for like a peep show. That's like the worst place to go. You can't. You, you, there's nowhere to peep in there. I don't under like it's such a dumbass controversy. It's the dumbest thing on the planet. Mm. Um, and there's no there's no data. There's never been any data that's like oh transgender people this big. Oh and then and then then the, the, there's the controversy. Well, if you let transgender people use the bathroom, you'll get other people, the real predators, who will pretend to be trans and they'll go in the bathroom. And it's like there's not a bouncer at the door being like, you know, somebody who who's who's just pretending to be trans. Like it's not some code. They don't. Use, it's not a passcode. It's not like. Uh, it's just ridiculous. It's it's so ridiculous. And you can't you can't talk about that stuff and not joke because it's so fucking stupid. And mm. uh, yeah. when I talk to people who are engaging it seriously, I do use humor because I want the people who 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 pretend who are acting like this is a serious issue. I want I, it, part of me does think that it's a good idea for them to feel like to feel humiliated by how stupid they sound, because, you know, if people <laughs> are laughing at them, they're not going to say that again because it's stupid. That's yeah. a case where <laughs> shame is good. You if if you're going to go around saying transgender people are dangerous, danger to the toilet, you should feel bad about saying that it's stupid and the yeah, public should yeah. laugh at them. All of that.
0: Mm. No, not I, all shame is bad. Yeah, no, I totally, I totally agree with with what you said there. It's like one of the, it's like some of those. There's a couple of phrases I was thinking of as you were saying that. Um, it's like when something becomes so sort of bad, it just becomes sort of comically bad, which is I guess what you're describing there. And the, other, the the other thing I was thinking, yeah, I've cringe as well is is another word to throw in. And it's one of them situations as well, I suppose. If you don't, um, I think it's if you don't cry or laugh, but I'm using that in any other the other the other yes. way around yeah yes. so um yeah sometimes you do need to look at how stupid certain people in the world could be i'll give you an example in just a second um and then you do need to look at them and think okay what you're doing is just kind of comically bad and it's just like it, it's past that point of the anger um that kind of thing so um the the example I was going to give uh, which I just mentioned a second ago. Um, there was a video I saw on Twitter yesterday. I showed my mum and dad, and they they pretty much laughed at it. Um, of this woman, I don't if I don't know if it was in the UK or the US. Although my dad told me he didn't recognise the petrol company, so that tells me something. Um, this woman was trying to put petrol into a carrier bag and then double bag it, and then she put it in her car. It's like those kind of things where it's sort of yeah, that's a really bad thing to. That's a really stupid and bad thing to do, but it's actually quite comical because. Of just what you're trying to do um and like the whole situation around that so yeah (laughs) yeah but um so there we go uh is there anything is there anything else you'd
1: like to discuss from all of this uh i mean you're we've we've touched on a lot of really complex issues i mean a, a lot of also like just just laughing about it like there was a time in the U.S., and I I know there's a lot of like I know a lot of British trans people, uh, and they they experience this a lot. Uh, American trans, I mean, there's been a lot of uh, the new legislation. A lot of the states are going around targeting trans children, and I have I have direct experience working with trans children and their families. And which like just to like showcase like the trans coalition, like we have to do all this shit ourselves. Like I, people will come to me for advice on their trans kids. They'll message me and ask me to like talk to them about it. And it's like, okay, I'm a comedian and my podcast logo is a pink elephant smoking a bong and I'm considered the like you're 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 coming to me for advice about your child. Like that that just shows how fucked up the world is that I'm like seen as somebody who's like a useful useful right. resource in this. But um you know, there would be like when Trump banned trans people from the military or there was that. another thing yeah. that he, yeah, he ordered uh, our uh, one of our executive branch, uh, one of the cabinet, the Department of Health and Human Services to basically he wanted to uh, to get rid of any mention of the word transgender or gender identity. He was trying to basically remove it, like literally, literally erase, like, mm. you know, you was see the hashtag a... won't. Apart from just who he is, was there a specific reason
0: for that? Because I don't remember finding out one.
1: Um, he so 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 Trump, who uh, grew up in in New York society, which is not conservative at all, uh, spent a lot of years before he was elected courting the evangelical right, and of course he's a three. Uh, he's been married three times, committed numerous acts of adultery. Uh, used to be very pro-choice. He he has none of their values uh and i i say values with air quotes cuz they're they're also kind of bullshit but um he did that he 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 got elected on the back of a uh, very very far right uh yeah you have evangelicals in the uk like very sort of arch arch religious conservative kind of people um he was just catering to them that's all it was really it's not it's not it, i don't i don't know what's in the man's heart but i know he doesn't really have a heart but uh, <laughs> He's transactional, and he, and he 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 got elected because of those people. So they wanted it. He gave it to them. That's not to say he didn't want it also, but it, it yeah he, um so like those like there'd be news about that, and then I would just get a bunch of text messages like, "How are you doing? Are you okay?" There was a big thing. I don't know if you saw it. um... So some uh, a right-wing publication paid somebody to go to a spa in Los Angeles and uh go a women's I think it was like a Korean spa and go in there and undress like a fully uh, a a fully cisgender man with fully uh, intact cisgender genitalia and just disrobe in in their locker room and ba- basically try and turn it into a trans thing. And initially it it was received like that and for a couple of weeks there was this big uh lot of protests outside uh, right-wing people and there were trans act- there were trans people there they were- big thing i live about an hour away from that and i wasn't even in the state i was on the east coast at the time and my dad was getting messages from his siblings like, oh, is Ian okay? They assumed I was at the thing. And it's like I- I- Ian is not even in the state. Like wh- why am I being messaged about this? So you get a lot of people who assume that every trans thing uh, – like every time there's a bit of bad news that I immediately go and cry under my bed. And I mean it's just like – look. I spent a lot of my life thinking that I wasn't really – wasn't really going to have much of a future, that this thing inside of me was eventually just going to really uh, lead to some dark places, and I went and handled that. And now, now, like – my mom always says I'm the sanest member of the family because uh, I'm the one everyone goes to for advice. Like, I don't I- – too easily anymore and when you when you when you when you go on hormone replacement there i mean i can't speak for everybody i can speak for myself um i i got a much firmer grasp on my own emotions and all of that i mean you see my comments something i a lot of times i'm trying to be a little inflammatory because uh facebook is full of people who get like pink news in particular has a lot of bigots who follow their page and it's like why do you even follow that but um you know, anytime you can like make a joke that mocks the religious right and all of that. I mean, it's, it's it's somewhat cheap to do it, but um, you know, it's 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 funny. They get so mad about it, and they're like, "This is why we this is why we hate you, because you you know you have no respect. You just shove." The, the other thing is like, you know, being gay, they want to keep it in the bedroom. Like, I'm sorry, there's been heterosexual kisses on. Uh, I watch a lot of movies from the 1930s, like pre-code and all of that, like. You, you know, back in the day, like on Faulty Towers or something, uh, like Basil and Sybil had to sleep in separate beds. That was con- – I mean no married couple sleeps in like two single beds next to each other. That was something that television had to create because you couldn't actually show people sleeping in the same bed on screen. But like we've had heterosexual kisses for decades and decades. Keep it in the bedroom. I mean like suck my ass on that one. Like no fucking way. Like I want I want more – I want more – like, Brokeback Mountain wasn't gay enough, in my opinion. I wanted full bo- – like, full penetra- – like, if you want to break through LGBT like, – uh, that kind of stuff, like, we could go a lot harder, and obviously they're not going to do that. But, like, mm. these people keep it in the bedroom. Like, y- y- my partner and I – like, we go to Disneyland a lot, and they say, like, you know we take pictures there, and it's like, you shouldn't be there. That's a children's place. And it's like, good guy. You have no oh, idea well. how many – How many – like Disneyland has a really long history of – they would call it gay days. It was days for – in the old days, it was mostly gay men would go there and meet up and fun stuff. I mean, look, equality is equality for everybody and this idea that you should keep it in the bedroom or or not be as prominently gay. I mean that's really what it's all about. It's making people uncomfortable and they're resorting to bigotry because they feel like – a lot of people just don't like change. Now, I change yeah. genders, so I don't, I don't really care that much about change. I think change is okay. I mean, I don't really like – my partner just went back to work for the first time in a year and a half. She got a new job, and, she, and now I have to eat dinner like an hour and a half later. I don't like that. I'm not breaking up with her over that. I'm not breaking up with her because I have to eat dinner 90 minutes later than I used to. Um, some change is just okay. Other, you know, people think that this whole world is ending because we have LGBTQ equality. No, guess what? The world is ending. For it's because of Amazon and the you know the term the Terminator was right. We're gonna see all of that. Elon Musk, <laughs> all those people. They're gonna we're all humanity. We probably don't have much more than like twenty years at this rate. I mean, this is the pandemic. It, it, things are not good for. I, I want to have fun until the the bomb drops and we're all we're all gone. I'm gonna have mm-hmm. fun until then.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> so. <clears throat> Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's interesting to hear your your perspective on lots of different things. Um, for I mean, for for various different reasons. So it's also interesting as well because you're from from the states, from America. I'm from the UK. Um, just to hear about like different political like things and and that kind of stuff. So and like yeah yeah, so
1: well, my my sister goes to school in Saint Andrews and um. That's well. Obviously, you know that's in Scotland. But anybody listening who doesn't know where St. Andrews is, is in Scotland. Uh, yeah. Why well, we've always uh, I'm half Canadian, so uh, the Commonwealth, the Queen. Uh, my grandfather hates hates poor Prince Harry. He he lives like an hour away from me. I think that's kind of cool. I'm glad that they left. I'm happy to have them here. I would love to go to Disneyland with Prince Harry. I don't think that's ever going to happen. But if he's listening, I would love to go.
0: <laughs> cool. well <laughs> um nice uh yeah i was trying to think if if there was any other points i wanted to to bring up but i think that's i think that's about it i think that's what we uh want to want to discuss pretty much today um oh there was there was one other this is a really like sort of little side thing but as we're kind of here anyway um so this isn't like a a big deal to kind of take into or, or whatever i just wanted to kind of mention it as a side thing so I play the online game Call of Duty. I'm sure you're familiar. It's a hu- huge, huge franchise and all that. Oh, I, and... I I
1: play a lot
0: of. Oh, cool. Um, and in the uh, because you've got the um, like the banners you can use on your profile and stuff. And for quite a long time, I mean, I've been playing that game for almost two years. The the 2019 Modern Warfare version, anyway. And they have okay. the they have the LGBTQ flag in your like the the banner that you can have. And I've had uh-huh. it in there for a very very long time, um, since pretty much that like, I knew it was in there. And it's surprising the amount of players, not necessarily always in a bad way, sometimes in a sort of they're trying to understand way, are like, oh, that's the gay flag. And it's like, no, it's not the gay flag. It's... it's the, All the other things are on there. You know, it's an LGBTQ flag. Uh, but it's interesting oh, to I, hear... I, I, um, I
1: call it the gay flag too sometimes.
0: Right, right. <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> It, I mean, it's different from like your perspective to say that, as opposed to them, who that they're, they're trying to figure out what the yes, what the flag yes, is. Yeah, one
1: hundred percent. Yeah,
0: yeah. And the, the amount of people, not just players on, uh, not just players on my team, but players on the other team, are like, oh, he's gay. Like they just jump straight to that. Like, yeah, uh,
1: yeah. You yeah. you've uncovered, uh, you've uncovered the realities of being. So, like, you play with a microphone, obviously. Then, uh huh. Yeah, yeah. So I don't typically. Uh, I play the one. It came. With, the problem I hadn't played Call of Duty in years and years, and then I got an Xbox Series X. Actually, I got that and the PlayStation 5 around basically the same. I think they arrived a day after each other, and I I bought the okay. uh, PlayStation 5 thinking my order was gonna get canceled, but I bought the bundle for the Xbox that came with Call of. It was like Cold War. Um, oh yeah. And I fell back into it, and sometimes I will play with a mic, but. Like my voice, anyone can like instantly tell that. Like people say, gay voice isn't really a real thing. I th- like you can't really tell if somebody's gay. I can generally tell if people are gay. Um, maybe gay art is real, but mm-hmm. like for somebody like me, like you, you can obviously pretty much tell that whoever. I mean, I don't have the most feminine voice in the world. I I spent zero time. Yeah, I do that in my special. I talk about uh, uh annoying like. I don't want to just sit here and, and talk in a high-pitched voice and train my – plenty of people have done that with great results. It's really annoying to try and do that. It's a pain. In, I don't like hearing it, uh, talking and like uh, trying to artificially raise your voice. But, um, you know, people can tell if I'm playing that the, there's a raging homo on the other, other line and uh, – occasionally, if I get, like, the top score or the play of the game, I'll flick the mic on and be like, surprise, surprise, fuckers, you got beat by a raging twink. Like, suck on that. And then they get all mad, and, uh, that's the only time I'll reveal myself. Uh, because, hmm. I mean, I'm pretty, I'm pretty good at that. I used to play Battlefield more, and I wasn't as good at that one. Uh, but, uh, I usually call it, when I, when my partner, uh, sometimes I'm like, I'm gonna, I, I usually just call it duddy. Uh, which is an annoying thing to call it, but I like to call it that. And uh, lately I've been on a bad streak because I've been using melee weapons the whole time. But it's it's fun. It's a good 10 minutes, and that becomes like a 40 minutes of playing. But mm. yeah, homophobia on that kind of stuff. I mean, Nintendo Nintendo has really tried with online gaming to basically just take all mics out of it. I think it's a really bad thing. And people, will, I've heard trans people complain about it, like, you know— it's my team if they're like insulting me I, we can't work together as much i just don't care i half the time i have a podcast playing and i'm just playing and i do pretty well but i don't need to talk to those people a lot of them we get a lot of rednecks too i don't need to talk to those people
0: <laughs> yeah yeah but it's funny like the the three possibilities you think about me i suppose is okay he could be queer he could be gay or he could be bisexual right um but they like every single time it's oh you're gay or oh are you gay i never get a question about any of the other two possibilities it's it's always that straight away in fact um you know you can have like the little clan tag thing i put i'm yeah. by on there just to see if people had a different reaction because i just put bi because you can only have like four or five letters right. put that in there four, and no, yeah. no, nobody noticed it and people just still say the same thing and the other day i think it was a, a the other day or a week ago or so and like somebody was spectating me i was playing the, the cyber attack mode this the one i mainly play and they were like oh are you are you gay but they asked in like a actually quite a nice way they was trying to just ask if if that was the situation and i was like read my name and they read the main part of my name which is just like Math- Matty. And I was like, no, read the clan, and then we didn't end up getting to the, that. That com- like, I think I died or something like that happened. But um, that's something I've tried to do with people is like, okay, re- read my name. What does my name actually say? And if they say the first part of it, they'd hopefully get it. But that that never seems to work. I might just take that off there anyway because uh, it hasn't really served its purpose. Not the flag, the uh, the I'm by thing. So.
1: I mean, I yeah. I can only say that uh, that is not a good game for LGBTQ people to meet friends on the chat thing. They're just like, mm. and so, you know what? Some I, like, people are
0: very very nice on there, but then you just get other people that aren't. So I, then I'm you can very then you, glad then you can shoot them on the game. So <laughs> yeah, I'm
1: very glad to hear that you've had positive experiences with it. I that's that that is, I've not heard many. Uh, yeah, people—they just act like uh, one of them. Sea of Thieves, which is for Xbox. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes it, it, the, the talk thing plays to the TV, and God, some people are annoying. And you're just like, I do not need to have this on. I just want to go. I mean, when I was very little, I played a lot of. Uh, I guess Medal of Honor would have been the game that people oh, played. I yeah. played it on a computer. So the like I I'm still like fascinated by the idea that I can push like three buttons and then be in a like uh, game on my big TV and play online with people and then have it not lag all the time. Like for me that's still very cool even in 2021. I mean I I lived alone for a while so like that online gaming was like fun for that. I I tend to play a lot of retro games but uh all because I didn't. It came with a bundle, Call of Duty. And I fell back into it. It's a horrible habit that I've been trying to get rid of. Uh, it's fun though. It's a fun game.
0: Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, I I think we'll leave it uh, for that. We've talked for it for a while. I think we've covered pretty much everything that we we wanted to. Um, cool. So yeah, uh, just before we, because I'm I've recorded the outro on the other part, so I don't need to to do all that. But we'll do an outro for for. Uh, uh, our conversation here um so if people want to find uh more things about you and things that you do and all that sort of thing where can people like find you online and stuff if they if you want to. so enjoy.
1: my 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 website which is kind of like my base of operations is com. there's also com slash malone, and then my twitter and my instagram hash uh, are, uh handles are both the same and get ready for it's it's really it's a shocker it's also ianthomasmalone um yeah, that's uh, mine. I I do a lot of I mean my my big online output uh podcast we've got a couple shows booked we're doing uh another Game of Thrones one Game of Thrones is where I, mean, I, I my two big beats for a while were Game of Thrones and Downton Abbey so I had those and then mm-hmm. uh we're doing another Game of Thrones episode we're doing one on Power Rangers and we're doing one on uh X-Men comic books So uh, those are coming later this month, which is exciting. And uh, I I, I review a lot of old movies. I just put up one today for a a Czechoslovakian movie from the 60s, uh, which was pretty cool. Uh, I, I do a lot of eccentric. Best career advice for people is to pick one lane. And stick with that. I have not done that. I, I I have a lot of different lanes, which is fun for my personality, but it's a cluster. It's a mess. It's I have a weird coalition of uh, supporters. But, uh, yeah, that's all, all the ways you can find me. I've ramped, uh, gave you a very long if, – if I was the host and my guest was – Giving this kind of answer for where to find them i would be very angry at them so i imagine no, no you're not it's fine <laughs> the, more options, the more options
0: the better i suppose i mean my arch- i mean my archway which you won't hear in this part i've already done it is i'd say is a little bit long but there's a lot of information to give out so people need to know all of it um and if you never tell them they'll they'll never know so there you go uh well that was a conversation with uh with ian hope you all enjoyed that uh now we're gonna i'll transition i'll end this podcast piece here and then uh you'll hear the rest of it in a minute so stay tuned for all of that hi there and thanks very much for listening today i'm here to tell you about our two different affiliate links the first of which is our amazon affiliate link that's where you can shop on amazon we can get a small cut of what you spend but it won't cost you anything extra so whether you're is our Koalu affiliate link. If you want to get started with a website and a domain name of your choice, you can simply sign up with Koalu using the link in the show notes. They also have a live chat support system that's in the bottom right hand corner as well so if you need help with getting set up, Koalu will be able to help you with that as well. The links for both of these can be found in your show notes for Koalu and the Amazon affiliate link. Hey everybody, let's get into the second half of this podcast. Uh, we'll start off with some housekeeping here, and then we'll get into the usual stats, uh, both for September and for August, because of course I missed last month's podcast. Uh, but let's run through the housekeeping, this is at the moment, I'm doing the podcast uh, in in a few hours, recording the first half of it in a few hours' time, but I thought I'd record this first half before I did that. So, um, there's only really going to be the Gaming Talk podcast out, possibly Uh, after as well or before so um, yeah recently on entertainment talk uh, we've got the united cast episode with the 1-0 defeat at home to aston villa very very poor performance Uh, very very just bad stuff happening in that game Uh, ted lasso uh, is still continuing are uh, up to Season 2, Episode 10 so far. There's only two episodes left of the season and it will continue this week as well. Again on Fridays on Apple TV Plus like it always does. But that's up to Season 2, Episode 10. That's for Ted Lasso. Uh, Manchester United also lost another game recently. This one was in the Carabao Cup and that was at home again to West Ham this, this time. So we've got that going on. Uh, Walking Dead Season 11, Episode 5 is the newest podcast that we've got. That, that we've got sorry. Uh, And we'll be doing the Season 11 Episode 6 podcast tomorrow, so look out for that. Uh, Gaming Talk last week, so this is for the episode from the 22nd. We're going to be doing an episode today, but I don't know if that episode will be out before or after this one. So last week's Gaming Talk, we talked about the mystery with Crash Bandicoot. Uh, you've got uh, Quantic Dream, who are potentially developing a Star Wars game, and some awkward updates with the Switch and Bluetooth and that sort of thing. Analyzing Television episode 13, talking about TV adverts, analyzing some of them, the good, the bad, and the rest of them. So talking about that. Man United uh, did, uh, however, beat West Ham um in the Premier League, two goals to one. Uh, that was one of the other United cast episodes recently. So it was an extraordinary playlist. I'm up to season two, episode 10 for that show, and it really does do what it says on the tin. It's an extraordinary show, very much so. And I talked about the season so far. I've got one more podcast left that'll be for season two, episode thirteen. CW Superhero, Superman Lois we're up to season one, episode ten. That's for that show. Um and then we'll be back in a few weeks time to talk about the season finale, season one, episode fifteen. The show's already been renewed for season two as well. That's everything we'll be doing recently on Entertainment Talk. Dot org you can also find us as well on podcast platforms and if you want youtube update notification videos you can subscribe to us on youtube entertainment talk plays that's also for the twitch archive streams for the let's plays and gameplay and that sort of stuff so there's that uh, let's go to um I believe july was the last episode that i did which had been recorded in august because i do them the month after um so let's talk about August 1st. Because I haven't done that yet. Um, we have dropped off a little bit in the last two months. I'm not quite exactly sure why things like that kind of just happen now and again. Um, I have just noticed with 2020 in general. Um, we definitely podcasted on more things last year than we did this year. I mean, so this year so far there's no... Um, was Mandalorian earlier this year? I can't remember when Mandalorian was. I think we did our podcast of that the end of last year uh no west world no better Call soul of course we did do the breaking bad podcast but that isn't sort of current and everything um the main thing we've had is we're going to have quite a few walking dead shows because we had um the other the second half of fears sixth season we had the bonus episodes for the walking dead so we didn't even have like a proper second half because all the episodes got mixed up with covid and stuff uh, then we've got Fear that's returning next month and World Beyond that's returning next month. Um, we we will have Star Trek back, I think, in November sometime. Um, and then we've got, obviously, with Star Trek actually ended in January this year, didn't it? Actually, no, it uh, yeah, ended in January, very, very early January this year. Um, Because I kind of noticed that the majority of the TV coverage that we've done, which does get most of the the views of of things that we do, apart from certain big film reviews like the Marvel ones and all that, Um, I've noticed the majority of TV coverage that we've done has been me doing like season reviews and things like that. So anyway, Um, but the best-performing podcasts, uh, and I did a few DC things, as you'll see in a minute, Best performing podcast for August 2020. We got the DCEU film rankings. Sorry, I'll read up the top one, two, three, four, five. The top six. Uh, homepage archives, then DCEU film rankings. Obviously, the Suicide Squad film came out, so that connected to all of that. Uh, top five best PlayStation 2 games. I'm in a lot of retro uh, gaming groups as well, and some 90s PlayStation groups, and some PlayStation groups, so that got a good bit of traction there. Thoughts on cancel culture. Um, that podcast didn't go down the way that I wanted it to. Um, I said what I wanted to say on that podcast. It, it wasn't it, it wasn't in terms of me not making the content that I wanted to make. I noticed some people with the... Uh, I mean, I often talk about people's comments about things. But people's comments in terms of that particular podcast. I noticed that because I put Gina Carano and... It wasn't Harvey Weinstein, it was Kevin Spacey. Because I talked about the differences between Harvey Weinstein, Kevin Spacey and Gina Carano. And how all three of them have been cancelled in quotes. And I talked about... ...what that actually means and what it looks like and all that sort of thing. I did notice some people kind of saying to me with that podcast... ...and they they might have been right but then they were sort of... ...they they were saying certain things to me without context of what I was saying. Because some people I think didn't maybe listen to that... ...and they just, you know, angry on the keyboards and that sort of thing. And some people said to me, how could you compare what a, you know... I think somebody did say rapist or like sexual assault kind of person with what Kevin Spacey did how can you compare that to the social media debacle that Gina went through and I said to some of these people well if you actually listen to that podcast I didn't compare them in terms of okay what Kevin's done is work. well I sort of did say that but it wasn't me it, it was me actually comparing like the, the thing right with that one it was more me comparing like okay these two people have had the same thing happen to them being cancelled but they've done different things yeah gina carano didn't sexually assault anybody that we know of um at that point or whatever but it was me looking at okay they've both been labeled as cancelled but they've both done two completely different things but i did bring up the fact that gina also was like anti-vaccine and didn't wear masks and all, all that kind of stuff as well as the social media posts whereas what kevin had done was something very different Which was similar to what Harvey had done. But obviously Harvey's in prison for what he did. And Kevin isn't. Which I also compared those two things. So yeah. It it wasn't comparing like okay this person's bad because they did this. And this person did this and they're bad for that. It was more just they've been labelled as the same thing. But they've done different things. So anyway. But the podcast did pretty well. And that wasn't a thing of like hey I'm going to put this out there to get numbers or whatever. And like be deliberate about it. I had some genuine different things to say about it. That other people hadn't really brought up before. So yeah. Uh, then we got The Walking Dead. Which podcast is this for? The final season preview. Um, that might have been done. When was that done? Um. Anyway. but That, that was some point in August. Because The Walking Dead came back a bit earlier. Then uh, Top 10 Favourite LGBTQ Characters. So that was good. Um as well uh why did i put that one out there again i think some people were talking about like lgbtq people or whatever the situation was and i just shared that it it's crazy the response some of the responses that i've had to that some people are like oh yeah i like ellie or dina or this person or that person you know which is a pretty normal response of like hey you like this character who's lgbtq i like this character or i like the same one someone actually replied to me i can't remember when it was And they noticed that I put David Rose. um, Played by... um, I can't remember his name off the top of my head. Um, He played David Rose in um, Shit's Creek. And I put him on my list. I think I put him at number seven or something like that. And someone else was like, oh, I really like David. I was like, yeah, cool. That's a normal response that makes sense. You know, you're actually talking about the people that were on my list. Um, But, uh, and then some people just responses was the typical normal like homophobic transphobic stuff um it's funny when it comes to i mean would have we'll have just done a whole lgbtq discussion previously on this podcast it's funny how like i put that in certain groups and things and i remember someone kept saying to me like i don't care if you're gay like i'm just interested in the character and I thought to myself, the title was not called Top 10 Favourite Gay Characters. The list is called Top 10 Favourite LGBTQ Characters. Um, it's like when you show the the flag pride to somebody. And they go, that's the gay flag. No, it's not the gay flag. It's the pride flag. But people just kind of jump to some of those conclusions sometimes. But anyway, that's, that's the top performing post of uh, August. Uh, September. Why is this app glitched out? Let me reset this thing all right there we go uh september's not actually finished it quite but uh, we're all right right near the end of it uh the month has gone pretty well again so that was uh quite good the apps glitched out on me again let me just reset it there we go i have no idea what was going on there anyway um so the top performing posts for september at the moment for 2021 i'll do a little update if this changes much i don't think it will change much but i'll update it if it does next time uh, what have we got here? Uh, top, uh, homepage archives, which is usually at the top. Not always at the top, but usually at the top. Then top five best zombie TV shows. I'm in a bunch of Walking Dead groups and horror groups. And I put it in a few, like, TV groups and things. Even, like, horror film groups, I still put them in that. I know it's not f- horror film specific, but it's still horror. Uh, so I put them in that. That did pretty well. Um, most people replied to me. I, I, I didn't, I, I actually expected this type of response. Most people responded to me... And said, The Walking Dead. I think what's going on there in terms of that is some people, because I, I can guarantee you 90% of the audience that's seen The Walking Dead haven't seen Black Summer or Kingdom. I can guarantee you that that's the case because they just don't get talked about as much. Things like iZombie, Z Nation, the other Walking Dead shows, Fear and well Beyond get talked about. But um, I think with Kingdom it's more of a language barrier for some people. Which I just put the dub version on anyway. Uh, Kingdom is the Netflix. uh, I think it's Korean uh, zombie show. Really, really good. Um, But most people were just like, yeah, Walking Dead. But Walking Dead is the the most popular out of all those shows. So, yeah. Uh, Then the next one is the Graphics Obsession, which I did. Uh, That was just a podcast talking about the obsession with graphics that people have. And not my, like, anger towards it. My just disagreement in terms of there's more other things that are more important. Such as, like, features in a game and characters and story in the world and interactivity. And I've talked about it on that anyway. Um, Somebody somebody brought up to me the other day, like, what do you think Nintendo Nintendo fans think? Uh, I mean, some Nintendo games do look pretty good. Breath of the Wild looks pretty good. I'm playing the Mario Golf game at the moment. That looks pretty good. Uh, But they've got a particular art style, haven't they? The Nintendo games like Breath of the Wild and some of the Mario games. Uh, You don't really get that many photorealistic games on... um, For, like, Nintendo games and stuff. Um, Even with something like Bayonetta and some of those other ones. In fact, I can't think of any Nintendo games at the moment... That use... That are exclusives. Because obviously you can get things like The Witcher. uh, You can get L.A. Noir, and things like that. Um... I can't think of any Nintendo exclusive games that are photorealistic. Because you think of... When you say Nintendo, you think Donkey Kong, Mario, Zelda, Yoshi, Kirby... You know, characters like that. They're all animated characters. So, whereas if you think about Sony, you've got like... Joel and Ellie and Kratos and Nathan Drake and Aloy. All these live-action characters. Oh Yeah, live-action characters. And then you've got like with Xbox... Master Chief and, like, all the Gears of War characters and stuff. So, anyway, uh, that was the next performing podcast. Then the Crash Bandicoot Anniversary one. Then the Breaking Down the Marvel's upcoming uh, TV and Film Slate. Then the must-see review for Kevin Keneff himself. I'm glad that review did pretty well. I feel like with AMC shows, um, unless you're The Walking Dead now, or Better Call Saul, you don't really get much attention. Um... Because what else is even on AMC? I mean, yeah, Breaking Bad obviously, but that finished. Better Call is kind of the current popular show within that. But I didn't see many people talk about Kevin Condeff himself, uh, which has got Annie Murphy, who was also in Shit's Creek. Uh, she's fantastic of an actress. Um, I mean, Into the Badlands got cancelled. You got like Into the was it Into the Terror? I think it was called. The terror, not into the terror. I think it was just called the terror. It's like a horror anthology show. But most of AMC's stuff this day, this day and age, is Walking Dead. Whether it's the spin-offs of the main show, it's just mainly Walking Dead shows. So most people just don't tend to necessarily think about some of those other ones. Because uh, you've got like uh, Preacher was kind of talked about, but not to the level that the Walking Dead was. Um. They got like Hello I think it was called Hell on Wheels or something that I finished ages ago. Then you had that other show, um was it Nosferatu or something like that? See I'm even try, I'm even struggling to think of other AMC shows at the moment. But it was good to see AMC do something like Kevin and Kenneth himself because it's totally different to anything on their network. I mean in terms of the the closest thing they've got is probably Better Call Soul, but even that is really, really different to Kevin Kenneth himself. Um, but it's got kind of that same little darker comedy twist to it in a way. Like to- tonally with Better Call Souls, comedy scenes are somewhat similar to Kevin Kineff himself's comedy scenes. Not like beat for beat but tonally they're the most similar. Um, Walking Dead's got some like nice moments now and again. But it doesn't really have the same comedy flair that Kevin Kineff himself and Better Call Souls do. So anyway that was the top performing posts for September. I'll do another podcast next month hopefully in time. Um yeah that's it that's everything for this podcast. Hope you enjoyed the first half of it which I haven't actually recorded yet but I will attach it to this uh later once that part is recorded. Um so yeah. Uh I was going to get into um you know cuz I I'll, I'll do I'll save it for next month because it's almost next month anyway. I was going to get into uh, some big updates in my personal life. I've got a new uh, job actually, which I'm currently in my work gear at the moment. I sort of got home and recorded this, um, and also talk about my neighbour passing away, which I did mention on the Walking Dead podcast for particular reasons. But seeing as this ep- seeing as this episode's going to be very long anyway, uh, and it's already si- this part's already sixteen minutes, I will save that for next month, uh, and then I can have a fresher uh discussion about that and how it's kind of affected me and things like that and how my life has changed a little bit in the space of like a couple of weeks so because like my schedule's kind of changed a bit and i'll get into all that in the next podcast i think so yeah anyway thanks very much for listening um be back next month with the next part and i'll talk about the things then in the meantime you can find everything else that we do on entertainmenttalk.org that's for tv video games films magician now podcast take a look at all that uh, if you want to support podcast and entertainment talk you can find us on uh, course entertainment talk.org find us on podcast platforms let other people know about what we're doing where they can find it so the website the podcast services all that sort of thing again youtube if you want update notification videos you can get those if you subscribe to us on youtube entertainment tool plays and also the let's plays from the twitch streams as well or the, the streams streams from that as well so find, find those on there uh social media word of mouth please tell people about what we do and where they can find it patreon one dollar three dollar level tiers ad free podcast review options check that out as well uh what else have we got? What else have we got? Uh, David's posting TV and film news still over on Geektown that's Geektown.creat and Geektown Radio. There should be a new episode today because it is Tuesday, so look out for that later as well. I don't know when that will get posted, whether it will be after I record this or whenever it will get posted. So uh look out for that as well. Geek, Geek Town Radio that's on Tuesdays. Bex is still streaming regularly over on Twitch, TristaBytes, Trista, B Y T E S. Go and give her a follow over there. Uh, You can also follow me on Twitter as well, eTalkUK, for all my different video game streams and everything else like that. So check that stuff out. Um, You can also find the streams, like I mentioned, later on YouTube, Entertainment Talk Plays. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time. Goodbye.